listening. Today I'm going to reveal the project that we've been working on behind the scenes um, for a long time now. You might have heard it already. We might have announced it uh, by the time this recording goes out. But coupled with the Circa Las Vegas uh, and Bet Bash, we're establishing a Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. So I want to talk about kind of the motivation on why I wanted to take this on and, you know, go a little bit behind the scenes on how this came to be. Um, similar to Bet Bash, you know, there wasn't really um, a community for Bet Bash, you know, of, of people just coming together, sports betters coming together to talk sports betting, talk strategies, talk ideas, and you know, maybe honor some legends, et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of wanted to, to build that party, and we wanted to do it every year. And, you know, last year's Bet Bash has been a success. Um, and the same thing with the Hall of Fame. I think that, um, you know, we need a sports gambling Hall of Fame. Um, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to make sports gambling my career for my entire adult life for the most part and uh it's been very good for me sure i might bitch moan and scream about how unfair things certain things are and how it's changed and of course you know but listen i'm still able to make a living so i can't really complain too much because it's been good to me over the years sure there's things i wish could change um and i wish you know there's a lot of uh you know we don't want to get into all the negatives about it but there sure as heck is a lot of positives and I think that there needs to be a place to honor the people um, that have come throughout the years that have been made sports gambling a positive experience, has, you know, transformed sports gambling to make it what it is today and beyond. And um, so this is a pretty major task. Listen, I'm building a hall of fame, you know, who the hell am I? I'm just a better. I'm just a gambler. So I pitched the idea, and I talked to Matt Metcalf first, and um, over at the Circa. And Matt was, yeah, let's 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 let me ask Derek and see what he says. And uh, and Derek Stevens, to his credit, was fully on board and is fully on board with this whole idea. Um, if you guys, if anybody remembers, if for anybody who's been up to the Legacy Club at the Circa. You know, Derek is all about honoring the past. You know, Circa, the name even, just honors the past. You maintain the history of Las Vegas. Maintain the history of what once was and how it came, you know, to what we are today. And at the Legacy Clubs, there's different busts of all different, you know, icons in, in the Las Vegas uh, landscape that, are, that have built Las Vegas to what it is today. So when I told Derek, I'm like, listen, I think we should have a Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. Um, and we want to put it in the Circa, and we want to have the induction ceremony every year at Betbash, um, where all sports gamblers are going to be there that'll be able to honor and, and join in a big celebration to honor people that have been inducted. And he was all for it. Um, you know, Derek Stevens went as far as he, you know, when I was visiting Las Vegas several months ago, he actually showed us plans on how they're going to transform the sports book 
and knock one of the walls down that have the sheets of the day, you know, the, the daily sheets, and kind of make it so that there's like an enclave there to, uh, that's similar to the Stardust Handicappers Library, and that's where there's going to be a Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. So it's going to be right there, you know, boom, right in the, in the sports book itself. And I think that's important to have a physical location for something like this. And, you know, this is, you know, without Derek's uh, approval and without Derek's support, this vision, this idea um, wouldn't come to fruition. So I, I want to thank Derek Stevens. Um, he's incredible, um, all for it, and um, completely supportive. So now, a Hall of Fame. How do you build a Hall of Fame? Uh, I sure can't do it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm. Listen, I've been in the business oh, about 24, 25 years now, coming up on it. And uh, sure, I've seen a lot. I know a lot. I've done a lot. But heck, I'm a young chicken um, compared to some of the legends that are still with us today that have been doing this for so long. So I had to build, you know, the first step in doing something like this is building a committee. Because there's no such thing as a Hall of Fame where, you know, you have one person or two people saying, all right, that guy's a Hall of Famer, and this a Hall of Famer, but nah, he's not a Hall of Famer, this, that. You can't do it that way. You got to build a committee, and you got to have an actual vote. Similar to like baseball, Hall of Fame, and other Hall of Fames out there, you kind of follow what works. So I asked around, and I called up several different people. Several of them, most of them, if not all of them, for the most part, I've had on my podcast. So I would call up Richard Schutz, who I greatly admire, who is uh, a leader, you know, a former CEO, and, and who you know was able to manage the the was in the pits um, with the gamblers, but also was able to deal with the gaming control board and the executives, and he just knows how to talk to all different walks of people. So I said, Richard, what do you think of this idea? You know, um, and and if you think it's good, I'd like you to be a committee member fully supportive of it. Talked to Roxy Roxborough. Um, Roxy said, listen, I'm not really excited about too many things uh, at this point in my career, and this is something, Spanky, I wanted to do 20 years ago, and um, I am fully on board with this, and I'll support you in any way I can. So Roxy agreed to become a committee member. And then you start asking different people. You just go down the line. Now, I can't have just bookmakers on there. You got to have professional sports betters. So I developed a list of 16 individuals. I asked Vinny Maiulo. I asked Chris Andrews. Um, I asked Matt Metcalf. I asked my buddy Fats. I asked Alan Boston, Richie Bocelleri, Billy Baxter, Harris Smith. Um, people that I've known, that I've encountered with, throughout my career and through who I've known and who I know would be able to come into this and give a valuable opinion and and to be able to, even if, even if they didn't know the person, um, they could look at it, look at, at, the, at, at a list and know if that was Hall of Fame material. And that was very important to me. Um, so somebody that I, that's on the committee is a Christopher Bruno. Who's a New York City, a New York bookmaker? He's not a Vegas guy, but Christopher Bruno was one of the biggest bookmakers in the area for years. And you know he went offshore, but he knows how to look at things from a different perspective. Um, 
He also did three years in prison. So, you know, there's a lot to be said on something like that because he can see things from uh, from a different angle in that sense. Um, Jeff Whitelaw, another professional sports better who I fully respect. Um, Vic Salerno, another legend who's seen and done it all. And um, and essentially, you know, the people I picked, Arnie Lang, I, I, I asked, who's a historian. So I kind of wanted to bring a little bit, it doesn't have to be just a bookmaker and a better. I brought in people that were able to, Arnie Lang wrote the book, Sports Betting, The History of Sports Betting and Bookmaking. And so he would know the history behind things. Um, and I thought that was something very important. Dave Purdom, who I, who, who I wanted to get somebody from the media, and Dave Purdom has been writing about gambling and kind of, uh, you know, can, can share some insight from a media standpoint. Dickie Carson, another great example. He's been a bookmaker for so many years, a better for so many years, been up on top of the mountain, down at the bottom, everywhere in between, uh, seen and done it all, and knows everybody in the business. So I wanted to bring this whole conglomerate and get 16 people to start off this this committee. Um, and everybody agreed. I didn't get any, you know, I had a couple of alternates I was going to think about, but, you know, the, the initial, the, this group agreed and, and, and everybody was, um, and again, there's some people I could, but I wanted to make it 16. So and there's other people I could have asked, but I think this group of 16 was all willing, was all excited about it. And I, and I felt as if I had a good group of a combination of sports betters, bookmakers, odds makers, media, historians, people that love the business and people that care about it. And, um, and executives and, 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 you know, and that's where we are. So, um, and, and we just started voting now on a class. So I kind of want to describe the process on what we came up with as a committee to induct Hall of Famers. So we do is we first thought of, number one, you know, to build a Hall of Fame, you have to put in several uh, members in memoriam every year and several, you know, deceased members and then several members that are alive. You know, we can't um, have it fully deceased because it wouldn't be then a Hall of Fame, it would be a Hall of Fame uh, uh, memorial. It wouldn't be an induction ceremony, as my friend Vinnie Maiulo so uh, nicely told me. So that was a great line. So, yeah, so we, we, had to, we wanted to make a nice mix. Um, and we kind of voted and we voted. We wanted to make the first class. Let's make it 10 people. And then we all voted, um, and I'm not voting, by the way. So the, that's another thing. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an administrator because I didn't want to vote. Um, I wanted to help things go smoothly. And honestly, I haven't been in the business long enough, I believe, to to warrant the vote. Um, you know, I would, I, 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 so I wanted to become an administrator. I wanted everybody else because I wanted to manage the whole thing. And in case um, things there was hiccups and stuff, I wouldn't have any bias. So I wanted to make sure that I can build this and I wouldn't have any vote whatsoever. Um, so I built this committee with just me as an administrator and my staff administrating it, um, uh, uh, administering it and, and, and let the committee make the final calls on these votes. But the way we did it, so we'd, ha we'd have five deceased members and, and five living members. And then the process essentially was for every... We'd have a chat room. We'd, we had an online chat room. And I thought it was important to be able to create an online chat room with the committee 
where people could enter and exit the online chat room as they please, and they could choose whatever name they wanted to, and they could come in anonymously, and they could still comment. Because I thought that was important for any type of committee um, in order for constructive criticism or for, you know, let's just bluntly speak, if we need to give negative feedback, you know, I don't think this guy belongs in the Hall of Fame and here's why, we don't, you know, some people might want to do that anonymously. So I wanted to create that, um, you know, I wanted to create that atmosphere for this committee to be able to talk freely and not worry about, I can't believe this guy said that or that guy said that. Uh, you know, so that was very important to me, and, and it's been going great um, um, when it comes, because there's been a lot of, you know, criticism, a lot of hot debate back and forth, and um, so that was an important part of it. We also wanted to make it so that, you know, it was free discussion. Everybody would then, you know, after a, after a period of a week, everybody would just throw out names. We treat the deceased and the living separate. So we'd say, okay, guys, we're going to build our, our, our class of five deceased members. And then everybody would throw out names. And everybody would, you know, I'd say this guy, this guy. Everybody would come up with a list of five names. They would send it to my staff and myself. We would then simply count the nominations up for every name that was mentioned. And we would start voting on the, the person that had the most nominations. So everybody would nominate five people. They'd actually build their own dream class as they see fit, and then whoever not whoever whichever person had the most nominations, deceased member had the most uh, deceased person had the most nominations would come up for vote first, and then we'd vote, and you'd either vote yay or nay, and then there would be you know we could talk about we'll talk about each person give them a couple of days, we'd include articles we'd include videos we'd include board feedback where everybody could talk I think this guy should definitely go in here's why. I don't think this person should go in. Here's why. And then we'd vote. And out of 16 people, you need a 75% approval rating, which means you needed 12 out of 16 um, to be inducted. And 12 out of 16 um, is not easy. Not easy at all. Um, so we would go down the list, and then after we we'd keep going down the list until we've had we had a class of five, and then we do the same. For the living members, and we're not gonna. I'm on this podcast. I'm not gonna mention who's been inducted already. Um, I will do that. You know, uh, we'll start making announcements on who's been inducted. Um, but that's that's the whole process, and um, we believe that that process will then um, will will cause you know fair a fair induction. You know, when you're inducted by your peers, um, it means the world. You know, and, and when you're inducted, and 75% is not easy. So. I think coupling all that um, kind of makes this Hall of Fame as legitimate as it gets. The other thing that I believe was so important in doing this is every single vote was anonymous, um, both by other committee members and myself as administrator. So we used a third-party election system. Um, it's actually called electionbuddy.com pretty good if anybody ever wants to run elections or uh, do some votes. But they have a, a, a pool there where you can run these elections and it's, it's high integrity, super, everything's anonymous and nobody knows how anybody voted. So somebody could vote no freely or somebody, you know, and nobody will know about it ever. 
Um, I can never find out. Other committee members can never find out. We just all know the results. We send the results, and I know the results, but nobody ever knows how anybody voted. And that's another thing that makes things super, super, you know, awesome and, 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 and free. And and um, it's a huge, huge part of, of doing this right, because if, if you had people knowing how other people voted, a lot of people might be, you know, nervous to vote no, to be honest. And that's not what we want. We want free voting and and uh, we want feelings and friendships out of this equation. Uh, we want to be able to conduct uh, the votes based just on merit and merit alone. And um, and uh, and I believe that that was the case, particularly with our first class. And then we're going to be growing. So any any hall of any living hall of famer that's been inducted. Well, then, you know, the committee will vote, but most likely invite that Hall of Famer to join the committee. So then that future Hall of Famer will then be able to and build, you know, the, the committee will organically grow um, with Hall of Famers and with other members. You know, we have a rule and stipulation um, where you can, you know, you can nominate one person every year. And then, again, it will need a 75% approval rating by the committee for that person to join the committee. And then so on and so forth until, you know, we build the committee and then we just vote. Um, and, uh, it's, it's been great. You know, we, we built the class and everybody's very pleased and I can't wait to reveal the class to, uh, to everyone. But, um, you know, one of the joys of doing this honestly is, um, is reaching out to, uh, to family members of, of deceased, uh, uh, inductees and, um, to let them know. And there's some, you know, we have to do a lot of research. Um, to find out, um, you know, who's related to who and, you know, go using ancestry and family search and family trees and using the web and looking at obituaries and contacting this guy and that guy. Um, had a little bit of help. Shout out to my man Broner out there who's who helped me big time on, uh, on trying to uh, find out, you know, who uh, who's related to who and, and to try to find a proper heir be able to accept the award and we were able to do that with some uh, with some of these uh, inductees of course that's not necessary for the living members they just you know needed to accept the nominate uh, the, the induction and that's basically it so um you know i i think um i think there's, there's something to be said about you know starting something um you know this is going to be the first class we're going to do this and I am, I'm hoping this Hall of Fame is going to be there long after I'm gone. Anybody that's listening to this long after they're around, hopefully, you know, we're hoping this Hall of Fame outlasts us all. Um, sports gambling is a, is a is a beautiful thing, and and if done right and if done the proper way, um, you know, it, 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 you, there are people that do it to such a level and such a degree. That they should be very, you know, they should be recognized, and um, you know, I, I, I'm so excited um, to uh, for for this class and for future classes, and for this to from now on be the capstone event of Bet Bash. So this will be the final event, followed by the VIP cocktail party up at the Legacy Club with all the newly inducted Hall of Famers. So it's going to be a big, big time, big, big time. We're going to have a beautiful dinner, a four-course dinner. 
So we're going to kind of have the ceremony while dinner is served. So we'll have we'll have a couple of speeches, a couple of inductees, and then we'll have one course and then another inductee. We'll have, you know, courses will kind of be split between and we'll kind of do it all in a four-hour span and then we'll have another four-hour or four-hour yeah, four span and then we'll have another four-hour cocktail party. You know, open bar, open fun, open times. So it's going to be great. Um, I really can't wait for this and... I'm so glad that um, it's 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 one of those things in which when you have a vision and when you kind of see it um, actually getting executed and it's actually becoming a reality. Because I've been dreaming about this. I was trying to do this at Bet Bash One even, but I just knew I couldn't. You know, I couldn't do it. And I, you know, what are you gonna do? Have a Hall of Fame and there's no uh, there's no real board. You have to develop a board. You got to do it the right way. So I held back, and then Bet Bash 2, I kind of wanted to do it also. But again, you know, you, you have to first establish Bet Bash as a credible event, make sure it's successful. And then, of course, now um, what I wanted to do, this this is this is the thing. So, um, And uh, I'm so happy that Circa and Derek and Matt and all those guys um, uh, were on board and um, supporting this and this will be the event, and all you professional sports bettors out there, or bookmakers, or whatever, you know, believe me, you know, it, it's at least you know when I was a kid, I used to go to Cooperstown, and you know, I used to play baseball, and I wasn't you know very good at all, but I'd always dream as a kid, hey, maybe one day I could be a Hall of Famer, one day I could be that guy, and uh, I could be good enough to be recognized by my peers, and that's something pretty cool. Um, when, when you you know in any craft that you do, um, and you know, sports gambling is in and of itself a, a, a beautiful thing, and from both sides of the counter. And um, I think I'm I'm so excited that finally um, we have we give it the recognition that it deserves. Um, that's another thing, you know, this sports gambling. Oh yeah, is this going to be just regulated? Absolutely not. Um, this is not. This is going to be regulated, unregulated. It doesn't matter. Um, if you're a prominent better bookmaker, um, as long as you know, we focus on North American sports. Um, but uh, heck, you know what I mean. As long as you know, we have a couple of stipulations you couldn't have uh, in in our rules and regulations. But as long as you didn't operate illegally in the last decade, um, you can be inducted. Um, you know, we don't want somebody that just you know. You, know, you gotta. We can't condone illegal activities, but at the same time, you know, we're not gonna shy away and and, and be naive and say, oh, an illegal bookmaker can never be a, a guy that operated illegally can never be inducted. I mean that you know, if you said that, if you made that case, um, you know, half of Las Vegas wouldn't be what it is today. Uh, you know, the mob museum wouldn't exist. Like, you know what I mean? There's you have a mob museum in downtown Las Vegas where, you know, there's killers. You know. Put it not to put it, put it bluntly. Killers are, are, are being glorified, and um, and you know, for a bookmaker that might have operated illegally, you know, a couple of decades ago or a decade, you know, whatever, um, that's okay. If he transcended the business, if he impacted the business, we're not concerned. We we, we only want to honor great. We will honor that, and um, and we'll recognize that, just like the Las Las Vegas has recognized that anybody that knows anything knows that Las Vegas was built by the mob and that's just how it was and I think failure to, 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 to if you want to turn a blind eye to the past um, 
and and think that wasn't true, then you know, then, then come on, let's who are you, who are you kidding? So, and again, we're not going to we'll never induct somebody that's currently operating illegally or in any way. That's obviously never going to happen because we can't support that. Um, but listen, we you know, people may have have done things and. And as long as they did them well, you know, because in this day and age, okay, you're an illegal bookmaker. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? You probably, some people might have done time. Some might have done, it doesn't matter. The statute of limitations is out. You, you did a great job. If you did, if you did do a great job, you know, and, and, and honestly, let's face it. Um, a lot of Las Vegas, even today, um, relies on the illegal, quote unquote, illegal offshore markets. Um, so let's not fool anybody. Um, you know, we want to make sure that that uh, the world recognizes um, and 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 knows that you know, no matter where the talent resides, um, we're going to make sure that that talent is recognized. And I made sure that I built a board, uh, a, a board of of directors here, the, the, the committee, to be able to know that that listen, don't just think this is a Vegas uh, sports gambling hall of fame. Or by by no means. This is an inter as long as it's North American sports. This is an international uh, sports gambling hall of fame. Um, doesn't matter where they operated and what they've done or what their rap sheet was. You know, um, we, we could care less about that. We just care about bookmaking and betting prowess and how customers were treated and and how much they 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 transcended the business. So. I appreciate everybody taking the time. I'm so happy to make this announcement. Um, the inductees will be announced soon. Um, this is going to take place the last night of Bet Bash, so this will be the capstone event. Um, and um, we're super, super excited. And I look forward to anybody there. If you want, you can't just attend the Hall of Fame ceremony. You got to attend the whole Bet Bash. So tickets are on betbash.co. Um, once we start naming the inductees, and you can just think, listen, you know, if you just think who's the best in the world at this and that or whatever, uh, past, present, you know, it's pretty obvious. Uh, you know, I, I, the board, uh, I believe, did a fine job at, 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 at creating this first class. Um, it's an incredible, incredible class. Um, I'm sure that, you know, and again, you might say, hey, why not this guy? Why not that guy? You only could do five, you know what I mean? That's just how it is. It's five alive and five deceased. And there's always next year and the following year and the following year. So you got to understand, it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not like that. It's not like, I can't believe this guy wasn't, uh, don't worry about it. Believe me, if somebody out there is saying, oh man, when is that guy? Eventually, anybody that's a who's who, you know, is going to get inducted. It just takes time. And, you know, we can't induct 100 people the first year and then that's it. it doesn't work that way so you know we got to you know slow but sure and uh we're gonna you know the, the committee is gonna do its job and do its job well and uh whoever is deserving will be deserving so um and now that we've announced that even next year we could probably you know take some suggestions or names for next year on uh you know as as, as we do the votes next year on some people that might want to chime in, um, you know, the public to chime in on who they believe is, is could be a good candidate for the committee to consider. I appreciate all the support, and I'm, I'm so happy to make this announcement. We're changing the business here. This is changing the business forever. Um, 
and, and, and this is going to be such, such a huge, huge milestone in the sports gambling world. And it's, I'm so happy that the world's greatest sports book, the Circus Sportsbook, is going to have, is going to house the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame. Thanks so much for the time. Until next time.